it wasn't in a, a certain point in time rather it was a continuation of bad circumstances and at some point the pain of being stuck in life became greater than the comfort of just staying at one place. My name is Leif Arneson. My brother Anders and I are on a mission to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives. We firmly believe that the more healthy and fit vegans there are in the world, the faster veganism will spread. Let's work together to inspire change, spread compassion, and challenge the status quo. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Vegan Gym Podcast. My name is Jake. I'm the creative director here at the Vegan Gym. And today, I'm going to be your guest host. I am also joined by another guest, Coach Simeon from our Vegan Superhero Academy. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks, man. Excited to be here. Absolutely. And also, welcome to the United States for the first time. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're about to embark on our vegan superhero retreat soon. So we are here a little bit early to record some content. Um, so glad to have you here and be able to sit down today and talk about an awesome topic, um, something I think is really important for a lot of people to understand and be able to use on their fitness journey to be successful. So today we're going to be talking about motivation and discipline. Now, these are two words that may come to mind when you think about what it takes to be successful. However, there is a big difference between the two. And if you are somebody looking to be successful in any aspect of your life, it's really important to understand and differentiate between them, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today in today's episode, along with some practical action steps that you can implement into your own life around this knowledge. So Coach Simeon, this is a topic that I know means a lot to you because of kind of how you started your own personal health and fitness journey, and you really relied on motivation a lot to start. So I'm really curious to know what that path looked like for you from where you started to where you are now. Absolutely. Yeah, motivation and, and discipline are, first of all, both big part of my life uh, because I don't think there can be one without the other. Um, but definitely realizing that one can transition from solely relying on motivation to be pushed into action to something better, something more reliable, made the most impact in my life so far. So growing up, I dabbled into all kinds of different sports. I had a lot of different phases. I started with football. I uh, tried basketball, I tried volleyball, even some mixed martial arts, but I never, I was never good at anything. Uh, and that, the fact that I was never good at anything played a very negative part uh, in my self-esteem uh, until I found swimming. And swimming was something that came very natural to me, something that I was naturally good at, and I quickly became a competitive athlete. I started going to tournaments uh, in and out of the country. Uh, and when it came to high school, I even chose a very specific high, sc high school that was tailored to competitive athletes that very, had a very interesting curriculum combining sport and lessons. And so every single day I had a bunch of lessons, a workout, a few more lessons and another workout. So it was very kind of an intensive uh, period of my life. And I was also with a lot of 
other competitive athletes uh, in my in my class and in my school. And in my class, I had people who were doing wrestling, who were doing boxing, who were doing competitive lifting, and everybody was good at what they do. And they were always bigger and stronger than me. I was always the smallest kid in the class. I went late into puberty as well. And that also played uh, into my self-esteem. So my upbringing was rooted into insecurity. And by the time I turned 19, I knew it was time for me to make a change. I moved countries and I decided to start on a clean slate. Uh, but that also was a very tough decision on my part because I had to leave family and friends behind. And then I fell into depression. I had uh, a lot of anxiety and that was a couple of years in a row until I transitioned from swimming to the gym. I discovered fitness. I discovered nutrition. I discovered I discovered how one can become a better version of themselves through fitness and true nutrition and true dedication. I quickly fell in love with the gym and I saw immediate results and that hooked me right away. I started learning about nutrition. I started I started learning about fitness and lifting and just anything that was related to training in general. Uh, and that also helped me develop my whole life mm. through hard work i realized that training in the gym doesn't necessarily mean getting stronger physically but also getting stronger mentally and the dedication i was putting into into training the the, the consistency i was having started translating into other areas of my life I started doing better at work. I started having better relationships. I started being more confident. So I became a person who doesn't quit when things get hard. And I became a person who stopped relying on doing things only when they felt right. I stopped relying on motivation to push me into action. I started doing things that are hard. I started doing things that... I'm not necessarily motivated to do, but I knew these things needed to be done if I wanted to get a certain result. Right. So up until that point, you were pretty much relying on just being motivated and kind of having maybe some of the results some of the times, but not having it transition into all aspects of your life like you did when you had more discipline and doing the hard things even when you didn't feel like it. 100%. 100%. I always relied on motivation and I always did what felt good and what I felt like. I never did things that I didn't feel like doing. And that's why I was never good at anything really, uh, except swimming, which kind of came natural to me. And I felt that that was something I loved to do anyway. So it was easier for me to, to keep going. But when it comes to things that are hard, that you ne not necessarily feel motivated to do, well, if you don't do them anyway, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. What do you say was the turning point or the switch that happened that made you be, you know, a motivated action only person to 
really cultivating that discipline? Was there a moment in time you can remember? You talked about your fitness journey through the gym and weightlifting. Was it just getting kind of addicted to the results? Where was that switch for you? It's interesting to think back about it because it wasn't in a certain point in time. Rather, it was a continuation of bad circumstances and at some point the pain of being stuck in life became greater than the comfort of just staying at one place right and it's interesting to think about that for most people that turning point that turning point is never something positive it's always a crisis it's always a catharsis that you need to have for me, that was the major anxiety and depression that I was going through. I think that just years on end of being on the bottom and trying to claw my uh, my way out, out of that pit of being stuck and not having a clear path, I think that pushed me, that pain, that suffering pushed me into finding ways to overcome overcome these challenges despite the fact that I wasn't feeling like pushing myself hard despite the fact that I was waking up every morning and not feeling motivated to do anything just the pain became so strong that it wasn't feasible for me to not work on it right so basically it was kind of a almost an ultimatum it's either I work on this to get better despite not having the motivation or I stay where I am and kind of suffer and have this pain. Exactly. There was also a quote that I've heard at that time that really made sense to me. And the quote goes something like this. Successful people do what needs to be done, no matter how they feel about it. And I think that was kind of the missing piece in my puzzle because I was working hard i was learning and i was reading and watching youtube videos and trying to improve myself but only when i felt like it only when it felt good but then i stumbled across that that quote which made perfect sense and it kind of clicked in my mind that if you want to be successful if you want to achieve any meaningful result in life you need to do what needs to be done no matter if you feel like it or not. Yeah, that's such a great viewpoint to have. And I totally agree. I think that anyone who's successful realizes that there's going to be things that just have to be done regardless, right? It doesn't matter how you feel about it. Could be in your health and fitness journey, could be in your business, could be in your relationship. There's just a level of uncomfortableness in growth, right? So I'm curious from there, what did your path look like to ultimately becoming a fitness and nutrition coach and teaching other people these things? It's interesting. If you ask a thousand personal trainers why they became a coach, there's always a certain bigger meaning in their life. And they always loved helping others. They always, it just came natural to them to lean into the path of being a coach and help others. For me, it was a more selfish reason. I was looking a lot towards the outer world and kind of 
trying to figure out what my path is and what I wanted to do by experimenting with different things by by looking outwards but then I made a shift and started looking inwards and I sat down and I started reflecting on what am I good at what are my strengths and how do I play with those strengths in order to be successful in life so becoming a coach just was a very logical decision and I'm a very pragmatic person by nature so becoming a coach was a very logical decision it was something very selfish as well because I felt that's the only thing that I'm good at and I did it for for those reasons I went out and I got a personal training certificate I graduated a few courses and I became a personal trainer but I quickly realized that helping others is way more rewarding than what you are getting out of the equation. I met with a couple of clients of mine and seeing the joy and in their eyes and the transformation that they've had just by working together gave me a realization that there's a bigger purpose to me being a coach rather than just thinking about myself and doing it for because there was not nothing else to do so obviously motivation and eventually discipline played a role into your journey in coming from a place of not feeling like you were good at anything to then becoming a coach and helping others go through kind of the same journey. What do you think were the biggest takeaways around motivation and discipline that you realized from your own journey? The biggest takeaway for me was that motivation will be there at some point, but it's bound to disappear. And if you're waiting for motivation to push you into action, well, then that means you're most likely not going to achieve any significant in life. Rather, motivation is a tool that will that should be utilized to the maximum while it's there. But when it goes away, something else needs to take its place. And that's where discipline comes into play because discipline is a muscle. It's something that can be cultivated over time and something that will always be there for you, no matter where you're at, no matter what your circumstances are. If you are able to cultivate enough discipline, it will be there for you to push you into action, to push you into pain, to push you into discomfort. Because motivation, you never feel motivated to go into pain, into discomfort, to go into that place of suffering. You never feel motivated to push yourself enough to the point of change, of breaking your reality and shaping it in a new way. But that's exactly where discipline plays the huge role because with small steps over time, you can cultivate that discipline and you can grow it, you can nurture it. And that discipline will always be there for you to push you into action. Once you become a disciplined person, no matter what happens, 
you always be able to take action no matter how you feel about the act of doing. Absolutely. So obviously there's a clear difference between motivation and discipline. But when it comes to actually cultivating discipline, how does somebody get there? How does somebody get from point A to point B? Because obviously it doesn't seem like it's something that you know happens overnight. You talk about making baby steps. But what are some of the most effective practical ways to build discipline, you know, even when motivation is low? For me, the best way to build discipline was surrounding myself with other disciplined people. Just the fact that you surround yourself with people who have discipline will naturally translate to you as well. And you'll find that overcoming those challenges and pushing yourself hard enough results into growth. It results into you becoming a better version of yourself. And I'm a big believer of change. I do believe people change every single day as long as they allow themselves to change, as long as they're open-minded enough to change. So I think the first step to becoming a more disciplined person is realizing that you can become a disciplined person. And from then on, you can start taking those baby steps that you've mentioned by surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are disciplined, who are motivated, who do what needs to be done, even if they don't feel like doing it. And another thing, another big thing for me was having a clear plan of what I need to do. I spend a lot of time visualizing about what success for me looks like and having a clear vision in front of you, something to strive for, will give you the necessary starting motivation to do the first steps and then you'll be able to start cultivating discipline and you'll be able to start pushing yourself more and more and then when motivation leaves when it's not there anymore for you you have something better to rely on absolutely so outside of those things besides cultivating the environment and the people you're around and of course the mindset which i think is incredibly important what are some other tips or tricks that people can implement to start cultivating that discipline a big thing is setting boundaries and getting rid of anything that's not serving you i truly believe everyone should aggressively remove all the things in their life that are not helping them achieve their goals Oftentimes, you find that the things that keep you stuck in life are either the people you hang out with or the circumstances that are in your life. And by working on that, by working on removing the necessary pieces, will help you speed up the process of change 
Another big thing is sharing your goals and voicing your ambitions to the people who are actually supporting you. Because accountability is a major thing in success. Nobody has achieved great things alone. All people on earth who have success have a great team behind them. Have people who support them. They have people who help them through tough moments, cheer on them in in their triumphs. And friends and family are a great accountability buddies. As long as you're able to voice your goals, share your ambitions, and really communicate to everybody around you what you want to achieve, people will help you. The world will help you. You just need to be able to communicate the right way. Another great thing is find mentors and coaches. Somebody who can help you achieve a certain result will always be a valuable piece of your puzzle. Go out and seek people who have already achieved the thing that you want to achieve. Ask for their help. Pay for their services. Surround yourself with people that are on the same mission and the same page as you are. That will tremendously cut the learning curve and the time you have to spend until you reach your ultimate vision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those are all great tips. And I think they're all really important as well, especially the surrounding yourself with the right people and having the mindset too. Actually, I think that's huge is understanding that you you can be a disciplined person. If you don't even believe that it's possible, it's going to be very hard to take the action steps necessary to see that through. And I've used that in my own life, being a procrastinator in the past. I always thought I was a procrastinator. I never thought I could not be one. So I never took the steps to not be one, right? As soon as I switched my mindset of saying, I am not a procrastinator. I'm somebody who gets things done and I do the hard things when I need to. Just even that mindset shift allowed me to take so many more actions throughout the day, even if it's just baby steps um, in the light of that new person, right? Of the person that I wanted to be. Once you make that switch, all the rest of these action steps, I think are gonna be so much easier. Once you believe that you can be disciplined, it's gonna be easier to be around other disciplined people. It's gonna be easier to set a game plan. It's gonna be easier to visualize that success because you're relying on the belief that it's possible, hope, right? So I think, I think those are all great. I wanna talk about how these transition over into health and fitness. Like how do you use these strategies when you're working with your clients to help them achieve their goals? How do you approach this from a way that makes sense for most people? Absolutely. And I can't tell you how much I can relate to what you just said, because when it comes to health and fitness, mindset is probably 80% of the work. If you don't have the right mindset and the right perspective, no matter how hard you train, no matter how dialed in your diet is, if you have the wrong mindset and the wrong perspective, you're bound to fail. 
the way I approach health and fitness and the way I tie motivation and discipline into my approach of working with others is by always having a long-term perspective, always sharing the long game and laying out a plan for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. By having a long-term perspective, you free up a lot of space for working on yourself, for becoming better, for cultivating discipline, for cultivating consistency, and you open the doors for things like flexible dieting, flexible training. You open the doors for mistakes. You open the doors for failures. You open the doors for not being perfect and accepting the fact that this journey takes years will allow you to focus on instead of what you're going to get, you focus on who you're going to become mm. as a person. That's so true. It's like the, uh, the the proverb, the journey is the reward, right? Not focusing on the, I think it's important to have an end goal and a roadmap. But if that's all you're focusing on, then it's going to be easy to, I don't know, you can get excited and then, like you said, you just rely on that motivation more to just like, oh, like I'm feeling really motivated for this goal now. Like, let me go do it. And then as soon as you realize that it's not going to happen overnight, you lose the motivation. You realize you're not at your goal and it's very easy to just fall back into old habits versus if you focus on what kind of person do I need to become to reach that goal? Not the goal itself. What are the habits that I need to implement today? Who do I have to be today to make that happen? And you focus on that every day, every day, every day, every day. Well, then on the days when it's hard, you still know what the mission is. On the hard day, you're not focusing on the end goal. You're focusing on who do I have to be today to get to that end goal? So I totally agree. I think those are all all great points. And I think anyone who does have a, a health and fitness goal, focusing on the long game is probably the only way that you will get to your goal, but also keep it and sustain it. So to somebody who's listening now to this this podcast, who may be struggling with discipline and motivation, what do you think is the number one thing that they can do right now after this episode to, to get started on this journey, to get the ball rolling? The biggest thing is surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Seek out help. Seek out mentors and coaches. Seek out peers who are on the same mission as you. Find people who are on the same page as you and are striving for the same things in life as you are. That way, when things get hard, you have a system that will carry you forward. You have people around you who support you in tough moments, who cheer on you, when you triumph, you have everything that you need by surrounding yourself with people who are a little bit in front of you, people who are on the same level as you, and people who are potentially a little bit behind you. And that's a great starting point. From then on, you got to understand the difference between motivation and discipline. 
Motivation is a great starting point, but it's not consistent. Discipline is what's going to keep you going on this journey. Number two, you can create a plan. Develop a structured and clear plan that you can take action on every single day. Implement deadlines, set up boundaries, come up with the right strategy and the right roadmap to guide you along the way. Number three, set clear goals. I can't emphasize enough how important setting clear goals is by defining your short-term and long-term aspirations, you have a clear objective to work towards. If you don't have a clear roadmap to where you want to go, number four is visualizing success. I spend a lot of my time visualizing my life and how that's going to look like. And that has had a huge impact on my success so far. Imagine yourself accomplishing those goals. Really embody the future you by imagining that you've already achieved those goals. Be very specific in the details. What does that look like for you? And really embody that person right now. Number five is create the right environment. Identify and minimize distractions or influences in your life that are going to hinder your focus and productivity. Curate the right environment. Curate your circumstances in life to the best of your ability and set yourself up for success. Number six is find a mentor, find a coach. As coaches, we also have people helping us, right? A lot of people think just because we're, we're, we're part of the coaching team, we're above the process. But in reality, this journey is a constant learning process. And having somebody to guide you along the way, having people that are one step ahead of you, will mean that you will cut your learning curve by a ton. Number seven is staying accountable. Share your goals and progress with your friends and family. Your friends and family would love to help you as long as you're able to communicate your goals and ambitions. Voice what you want to achieve and let other people help you along the way. Perfect. Well said, man. Uh, well, Coach Simeon, thank you so much for, for being on the show today. I think this was great practical advice. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, I think you gave a ton of value to the listeners. Anyone who's struggling with motivation or discipline can take everything that you said and start implementing it in their own lives. Uh, anything else you want to add? The only thing I would like to add is remember the quote that I mentioned earlier. Successful people do what needs to be done no matter how they feel about it. Keep that in your back pocket every time you need it and you're going to crush your goals. Well said. All right, guys. Well, we hope you found tons of value in today's episode. For more content, don't forget to follow us at The Vegan Gym across all social media platforms. Thanks again for tuning in and we will catch you in the next episode. To get access to some of our best content for free, head over to TheVeganGym.com. We've got tons of articles and guides to help you burn stubborn body fat, building muscle and supercharge your health. 
You can even use our vegan nutrition calculator for free to figure out how much protein, calories, and micronutrients your body needs. Get started right now at theveganjim.com.